When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B Boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A Boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. Hey, top of the hour here on Hurt at Sports Radio. Happy to have you with us. Happy to see everybody chiming in on the Hurt at Sports YouTube chat. The YouTube chat room. Uh, Connor Cadillac, Andrew Rogers, Anna Bellinghausen here for the final hour of, hour of the show. We appreciate having her here. Um, before we go any further, let's take a moment and uh, tell you about another great sponsor of the show, um, and that is Alumni Hall, which is actually the spot where I got this hat from, if anybody was People love wondering. your hat, by the way. Yeah, I get a lot of comments You get comments. On people um, will want your hat. You know what? You know where you can find it? Hmm. <laughs> Alumni Hall. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah, it's Connors. What a yeah, away. <laughs> Typing away hey, furiously. Well, while you do that, um, when you uh, are making your Christmas list, you know, you, when you're writing your letter to Santa, because maybe Santa yeah. brings you the hat this year, Connor, uh, make sure to mention to go to Alumni Hall. Make it easy on Santa. Just go to Alumni Hall to find it. It's your one-stop shop to get all things Huskers. Gifts for him, gifts for her, the kids, and the dog even, uh, which I actually did order a dog toy the other day from Alumni Hall. Um, it is a Husker toy. So Molly will be a Husker fan here soon. She hasn't, she hasn't been showing her bias to any team, <laughs> but uh, I'll get her a dog toy, although I won't show anybody the remnants of that dog toy because, uh, let's just say, uh, people will be like, yeah, she's not a Husker fan. Um, you, they also have some nice polo shirts. Two great stores in Lincoln, one downtown on P Street, um, the other um, in uh, the South Point Pavilions. Um, if you like to shop from your couch, shop online at alumnihall.com. 20% off your Alumni Hall purchase with code UNLHOLIDAY this week. All one word, no spaces, 20% off UNLHOLIDAY. Uh, get your shopping done. Head to Alumni Hall. Use that code U-N-L-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y to save some money on all your Huskers gear and gifts. A.B., thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You've been everywhere. I have been. I've been everywhere. Yeah. Thank you. That was nice. That you didn't think that I was, had that, that, really that nice. range. Is that a, called a, a, vib- a, vibrato? a vibrato? What? Vibrato? Something like that. 
Something like that. What's it called? Vibrato? Is that it? I don't Bravado? know. Bravado? What is it? Bravado? Vibrato? Like you have good vibrato? Yeah, that's Bravado, what it is. Bravado, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So you're, you're really messing me up this morning it. already. And you've already brought up Kirk Cousins. No, I'm just oh, having hey, some fun. Come no, on. We're right. Like, I had to go to show everybody one. your hat. Not from Alumni Hall, but we're having some fun. Yeah, exactly. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid hat. Thank you. It, it's, it's a shame. I'm a fan. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah. He would wear this? That, well, that's, yes. I could see Shane really? walking in with that hat on. Okay. What do you think, Shane? Oh, come on, Shane. Shane. Yeah, pot it up a little bit more. Why the f*** is Shane walking in there? <laughs> um, <laughs> With AB, that hat on. Uh, let's get into, um, well, let's start here because uh, we can talk a little Creighton uh, basketball in a moment. But you've been uh, covering the first and second round mm-hmm. of, of volleyball, specifically for Creighton. Yes. Correct. Um, I mean, just what a moment for Coach Booth and this team. I mean, <sighs> yeah. a, I mean, like that was a, a very positive sigh. Yes. And kind of like a sigh of like relief. It is. Because Creighton has worked so hard for mm-hmm. so long yep. and just really hasn't been blessed with the moment. Mm-hmm. But now they finally are getting their opportunity. Just how, how special is it to see yeah. them go on this run? I'm so happy for them because this year was the fifth time they've hosted in a row and haven't made it out of Omaha. They've lost in the first or second round. And last year it was a heartbreaker to a really good Auburn team, a really young Auburn team. They really didn't think they'd lose to especially. And um, so many high hopes last year were just crushed. And unfortunately there'd been so much heartbreak at DJ Sokol arena for this team that finally to realize, okay, we're not cursed guys. You know, we, we just hadn't had the, the greatest hand dealt to them. Um, it was a lot of injuries that had happened for some reason, always in the postseason to Creighton that um, did not help them out. But this year, everyone was healthy, knock on wood, um, and everyone played their part, did their role, and I think they were just more ready for this moment than ever. And, I mean, talking to Coach Booth and Kendra Wade afterwards on the broadcast, it, they were emotional, right? Like, Coach Booth was almost in tears. I've never seen her near tears ever. Yeah, because um, she's so dialed in. Right. She's mm-hmm. always, you know, dialed in, like you said, very focused. And she was just like, I never get emotional, but this moment means so much. She'd do it in front of our fans. So they had won um, the second round going to the Sweet 16. They upset Kansas seven years ago. And um, Rob Anderson had posted that video that morning before their second round game in Omaha um, just this last weekend. And she's like, I I just watched that video and, and thought, like, we need to do it in front of our fans. And I'm, I'm really happy for them. And they've got some good matchups coming up. I think Louisville is a, a good one for them. And I could really see them going far. So with the heartbreak last year and the run they're on, like you said, they've got Louisville up next. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a massive shift in attitude year over year? Are they more fired up? Or did they have this attitude last year and they just couldn't quite that get where they needed to be? That adversity has to show. Yes. Well, last year the toughest part was they lost Kendra Waite right before the first round. And Kendra Waite's their setter and basically the quarterback of their team. She literally sets up everything for them and is the heartbeat of the team. She's one of the best setters in the entire country. To lose her basically unexpectedly and not have much of a plan or time to plan um, to replace her, that was super tough last year and was probably a big part of why they couldn't get it done in the first round. But then you come back this year and 
Kendra Wake comes in with a chip on her shoulder because she didn't get a play last year, right? She got to she had to watch her team lose that first round at home, and that's that has to be awful to you know to watch. And I remember seeing the tears last year and and everything like that. And I spoke with Ava Martin, who was a freshman on last year's team, obviously a sophomore now, and that was the first thing she brought up she's like I still think about that moment and I cringe and it makes me so upset because you never want to lose first round on your home court in a year that you know they're ranked top 20 and supposed to go uh, supposed to go on a a large run there in the the NCAA tournament so yeah it it puts a fire under you and and it makes you want to just say okay enough's enough and that's the message I got from a lot of the girls when I talked to them before the tournament is just like we are so ready for this moment because we know what defeat feels like and we felt it multiple times especially if you're a junior or a senior on this team that it's like it's it's over like we're not playing these games anymore like it doesn't matter who's on the court who's not like we need to show out in front of our fans and and get to the sweet 16 because they they've been capable of doing that every single year right but volleyball basketball football it's all about matchups of course and in that moment but again really happy for them how much do you think that want will carry them forward the rest of the way? Because you look up and down um, each team's roster moving forward, and Creighton obviously doesn't have the strongest of you know the mm-hmm. whole field. They there there are three for a reason, but they're very talented yeah. and, and um, they're they're experienced as well. But that want has to give you like an extra like two or three jolts in the talent department, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, in talking to the team afterwards and even listening to the press conferences, they all want to shock the world. Nobody, none of the experts had picked Creighton out of... Uh, against Minnesota and they swept Minnesota Mm -hmm. and I think that was very telling of the fire that's behind this Creighton team if they go in and sweep a great Minnesota team from the Big Ten who honestly in talking to them they also had a lot of fire and a lot of um, just want to prove people wrong in their own right because they come in unranked for the first time I think it was since 2015 2017 so they hadn't really been in that position as the underdog but right I mean, they're still a Big Ten team, right? You're never really well, an underdog. You know, I, think, I think that's another reason why Minnesota was, like, favored oh, in, yeah. in there. Because they're, they're in the Big Ten. Yeah. Right. Like, any team in the Big Ten is going to – well, I, I guess you look at a team in the Big East and they're just like, ah, they're Big East team. Mm-hmm. And like, but Big Ten, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to make sure that, like, right. Big Ten, they, they're, based on their strength of schedule mm-hmm. and teams that they played, it makes sense to, that the Big Ten team would win here. I, I would never have guessed that Creighton would have swept Minnesota. I thought Minnesota would at least take a set from them. And so just to see them sweep that team, really impressive and makes me think, okay, this this team could go to the Final Four. Yeah, so, Whoa, yeah. wow. This team could go to the Final Four. Write that down. Yeah. Imagine Eight. if we had Creighton and Nebraska in the Final Four. All right, write this down. Anna Bellinghausen, Final Four. That's Creighton. terrible handwriting. Also, Anna Bellinghausen didn't believe in Creighton's sweep. Let's write this down. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Rogers believed in Creighton's sweep. He was taking Rogers notes now. Yeah. Past Final <laughs> Four. Okay. Hey, nobody had Creighton coming out of out of Omaha, so um, we're already we're already one step ahead there. So do you see something, because I have to imagine going into this next round, a lot of experts are going to be picking Louisville over Creighton. Mm-hmm. Do you think that doubt is going to continue to fuel them and make them work harder and harder every oh, round? Oh, Creighton's going to be 100%. the the rest of the way. They will be, and I think that's that makes it more fun because in the Big East, when they play the regular season, they have the target on their back the entire time. They are at the top of their league with Marquette, and it's basically let's beat Creighton every single weekend for those teams, and they're 
giving them their best shot, whether it's St. John's or Xavier, whoever it is playing them. Um, now they don't have that target on their back. Now it's, okay, we're the underdogs. We come in with a chip on our shoulder. Nobody believed in us. Creighton is so underrated in volleyball. I think they haven't gotten the respect that they've deserved from the entire nation. And I think it was good that they got a, a number three seed too. And they're technically in that top 12, top 15 of, of the nation, just given that seeding. But I still think there's a lot of respect to be, um, to be given to Creighton. And I think they want to prove it this year with the team that they have. So absolutely. All right, let's switch gears and talk Creighton basketball yeah. now because, and we can start with the, the big one of, of the weekend, uh, Nebraska, Creighton. You know, it was funny because we had Sauter on last week and we were kind of talking about, I don't remember if this was on air or off, what like the betting line was going to get set at. Mm-hmm. With and, arms wide open. With had, arms wide open. And he had set it at like <laughs> three or four. I think it was three or four. Maybe yeah, he even yeah, had it a little bit lower. Um, and I was like, no, it's, it's probably going to be at least six. And I don't remember what it, what it came in at, but I'm like, gosh, if Creighton like, shoots the way Creighton shoots, I can't imagine they don't win by double digits. Yeah. Um, even with like Nebraska's physicality, um, because they are the more physical team. Not not that Creighton isn't a mm-hmm. physical team, but like Nebraska bruises you. Right. They wear you down. That's how they're going to win games this season. That's how we've seen them win games already. But I'm like, gosh, if Creighton shoots, like there's no better team in the country. From the arc, they're, I firmly believe they are there, the best. There's mm-hmm. no better team if Creighton makes their threes. And sure enough, we saw Baylor get hot and stay hot. And I don't think Nebraska did a, a good enough job closing out. Um, now, what caused them to you know get into some trouble too is they like to pack it inside. Mm-hmm. You saw Creighton early on try to like get the ball into Kalkbrenner, but couldn't mm-hmm. because Nebraska just swarms once the ball gets near the paint. And even Trey Alexander had a hard time finishing. Yeah, which is why you know. Early on in that game, you could have said, like, gosh, having Nemhard could have been nice because Nemhard was so good at getting to the so rack creative, and finishing yeah. and, 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 and getting there quickly. Not to say that Trey can't do that, and he found his rhythm, mm-hmm. but it opened up so many holes on the outside, and it wasn't just Shireman making shots. Yeah. It was Mason Miller at times cashing threes. Farabella was making his fair share of threes. Mm-hmm. You had, um, well, obviously Alexander, Isaac Trout, make a, a couple of threes just in that in that game how dominant did Creighton look <laughs> to you after they made their first three-pointer on I think it was the very first possession I was like this game's over because I felt there was so much not tension's probably not the right word but just so much built up momentum to this game for Creighton because they had heard all the everyone speaking about it and how Nebraska portrayed the game and it being the most hyped up game in years. I think they're like, you know what? No, we're going to show how dominant this team can be. We're going to show how we can shoot the three. And they did it. (laughs) And it was very apparent that Creighton was the better team on the floor, I would say, for the entire 40 minutes of that game. So did anything surprise you? Because for me, I, when, when mm. watching, I was like, gosh, I was, I was impressed with how Nebraska defensively played in, like, the first 10 minutes of that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, yeah. I, I was really impressed with, like, that look. Uh, but did it surprise you that – I'm going to say it took too long, okay, just, just for mm-hmm. the, the nature of the scenario. Did it surprise you that it took 10 minutes for Creighton <laughs> to really get going in this game? Um, or do you think – 
because of all of the things leading up to this game. Yeah. Uh, the way it was labeled that Creighton should have been like quicker quicker to go because it was a 5-0 lead and then it quickly became like Mm 5-5 and then it was like hey I'm gonna make some points okay now I'm gonna make my Mm -hmm. fair share of points and no one really pulled away until Shireman started going off yeah um I think it took a little bit of time to settle in because the environment in Lincoln was awesome it was loud it was intense it was hostile and I think that alone would have had to help Nebraska in many respects of the physicality. And they were the more physical team for the first 10 minutes of that, of that game. And, um, I, I, I would credit the crowd honestly to getting getting that place rocking and making it more of a an even matchup. I think the first 10 minutes, I I don't think it necessarily surprised me. Creighton's kind of done that and had big second halves most of the year. Colorado State take that one out of the equation, <laughs> which is a great team, by the way. I saw somebody. That, it's going to age well. It's going to age well. And yeah. somebody, I forget who it was, an analyst said they're in their top four right now of teams, which. Top four. I think that four. might be a little bit much. I, I was like, maybe well, what did I just read? I've yeah. also seen BYU in somebody's top four. So. So, so BYU is top four in net right now, but let's yeah, let's take that for stop. what it is this early in the season. <laughs> okay, but. We are very early in the season. So it, it didn't necessarily surprise me, but I think Nebraska, if there's something they can feel good about that game, it's the first 10 minutes and, and how, they, how, how they matched up. I, what about foul trouble early on? Because Creighton mm. got caught uh, yeah, with the did. whistle against them, and they're not a team that fouls no, too not at often. All. Do you think that c- threw them off their game a bit? For sure. I think that has to kind of throw a wrench in things right away because then you have to be a little bit more careful and maybe some of the things that McDermott was going to set up, he couldn't because he didn't want to put his players at risk. And I think they're just like, all right, we got to – I we, have like to, the, I, we have to be more careful. Yeah, I liked how they found adjustments. Yeah, you or, have to adjust to that. Uh, and they're not used to it. They haven't been faced with many foul, I guess, times in foul trouble. But the refs were a huge topic of the entire game. So I'm sure you have lots of thoughts, Connor. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead, I'm <laughs> realizing now this is a terrible day for me to wear a Husker basketball. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. No, I actually um, – there were a lot of complaints about officiating. Yeah. None from me. Um, it, for the Huskers, just simply outclassed on the arc. It was not even a question. Got dominated down low, and it, it felt like they started with an identity but lost it after that first 10 minutes. Yeah. And then they were just kind of out there letting Creighton shoot away on them. Um, and I'm looking at – we got Shireman hitting six threes. At yeah. some point, you got to figure out a way to lock that down, and they just They were couldn't. almost daring him to shoot, I felt yeah, like. Which, it, which I'm like, do not well, make that guy shoot yeah. the ball. Why would you let him? <laughs> well, it's funny because Casey has such a quick release. Like, every time you see him release mm-hmm. the basketball, you're just like, wow, how do you defend that? And it's the same with Shireman. Shireman's mm-hmm. release is so quick that you have to be on him like glue. Immediately. Yes. Like glue. Like from anywhere, from the logo. Casey's yeah. at a disadvantage because of his height. Yeah. Shireman's what, six nine? Yeah. Six seven. Six seven regardless. Yeah. He maybe he's six yeah. nine in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know the high school. He's, program. he's six seven. <laughs> he's six seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but Shireman's six seven. He, he he's not somebody that needs to create space for himself. His space no. is I catch the ball, I shoot. <laughs> it's over you. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's another great point. Yeah. He shoots from above his head. Yes. Yeah. So he, he makes himself shoot from about six nine. Exactly. So it, all in all you got to close out better. Yeah. You, you have yeah. to find a way to, to get on those guys quicker. Hard part is, you do that, what do you uh, make yourself susceptible to? There's Ryan Kalkbrenner. There's Ryan Kalkbrenner <laughs> right in the middle. It, it, it's a hard recipe 
to kind of yeah. complete. They're a tough it, team it to really defend. Is. Defensive. Very. Yeah. They're a very tough team to defend. Um, so Minnesota tonight for Nebraska, mm-hmm. big game. As for Creighton, they don't play till the weekend. Yes, correct? Saturday morning, Western Michigan. Um, Western Central. Uh oh, Central Michigan, I think. Um, it's one of the it's, it's one, one of, of the Michigans that isn't State or the Cheater. <laughs> what should I not have said that? <laughs> it's Central Michigan. Central. There Michigan. There we go. Um, What's their mascot? Central. Oh, Chippers. The Chippers. No, no, no. Oh. Chippewas. Oh, oh the there chippers. we go. I was like, what is a chipper? <laughs> They're the wood chippers. <laughs> They're the wood chippers. Um, Flannel jerseys. Well, they have cool colors. Uh, the. Another point I was going to bring up, because it, they're not – obviously, Nebraska's going into conference play. Creighton is uh, still a little ways away from conference play. They still mm-hmm. have, a, what, a, a handful of, of non-con games and some big ones. Yes, up. so they got Central Michigan, UNLV, Alabama, and then they start with Villanova. Yeah, and that Alabama game will still be big. Yes. Um, I hate that they dropped out of the top 25. But I mean, it'll still be big. Yeah, it'll still yeah. be – yeah. Um, but as you look across Big E's play, and um, you saw UConn play last night, they mm-hmm. um, comfortably beat UNC, which that's a good UNC team. Also a team that was undervalued coming into this season, and I think they were undervalued because they were so overvalued mm-hmm. coming yeah. uh, into last season. Mm-hmm. A little bit of recency bias on that one. But maybe uh, Caleb Love is, is more of a uh, – a, a, well – there, there were other things that happened at, at UNC that made that an issue, uh, culture-wise. Uh, but removing Caleb Love from that situation was a good thing for that program. It was also a good thing for Caleb Love because he's been doing s- some pretty nice things mm-hmm. at Arizona as well. But as you look across, um, as you look across the Big East, you have uh, kind of like the top, the top three. We'll call them the big-headed, uh, the, the three-headed monster in Creighton, UConn, and Marquette. Yeah. Um, if you it, based on what you've seen out of Creighton this season and knowing what you know about Marquette mm-hmm. and UConn, is Creighton still the team for you that wins the Big East Championship? <laughs> oh, this is such a tough question because... Because you know Creighton on their great nights beat any team, right? Yeah. They shoot the ball the way they do better than anybody else. But is that good enough to beat the Marquettes and the Yukons of the world? I mean, if they're, if they're on, yes. Uh, if everything is clicking and they're shooting 45 to 50% from three, yes, and higher. But, again, Marquette, Yukon, all three of those teams in Creighton are in the top ten right now. Mm-hmm. And it's really at any given night. Okay, so you have on, on their best night, Creighton is winning. Say Creighton um, – if their best night shooting the three is 45%, mm-hmm. 40%, mm-hmm. what would you give their best night? 40%? Yeah. I mean, they shoot the ball about 40 times. Right. So it's hard to get above 40. Yeah, they shot 40 against Nebraska. Okay, and I, you would think they shot pretty well, yeah. right? And um, it was 35%. So let's just say they shoot. Well, we'll say 35% from three. Do they still beat the Yukons and the Marquettes of the world? I don't know. Again, it's any given night. It depends. If it's in the Big East Championship, obviously that's at Madison Square Garden. You just don't know. 
it's a kind of a cop out of an answer, but it's kind of too early to tell because the biggest competition, in my opinion, that Creighton's faced besides Colorado State's Iowa, where we saw Creighton have a pretty good night against Iowa. But if they have a Colorado State day, obviously. No, but if you're right. saying the the three point but percentage yeah, Trey is there, not going one for yeah. fourteen again. Exactly, like that's not going to happen again. Um, man, I I still put this team up against UConn and Marquette, but very it's very close. I, I don't know, it's so hard to tell. Yeah, I think that's a really tough one to it's, answer. It's hard to answer right much. now. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen enough out of Creighton. We haven't seen enough out of UConn or Marquette. Yeah, like, but that's why I asked the question now too, because right. I don't want anybody's uh, thought to be swayed by, hey, they played Marquette, they sure. beat Marquette, yeah. so they can beat them again, or they lost to Marquette, sure. um, so they won't beat them again. I wanted to set it early. I wanted to set the stage really early. Start taking your notes. Yeah, because I already wrote down that Anna didn't believe that they would sweep <laughs> Minnesota in <laughs> volleyball, but Andrew did on this side of the paper. Sure. Um, so I'm just saying I had more faith. Like, that's what it is, right? I, I'm not full of it. I've never been. No. I don't know. It's so hard to tell. Um, UConn, I think, I would put UConn, Creighton, Marquette. I think Marquette's a better matchup for Creighton. I would agree so with UConn that right your now. top team, which is funny because UConn was that team this year that people were like, I don't know. I mean, they lost pieces, and right. I don't see them being as good as they were last year. But, shoot, they looked pretty good last night. They did. They look good. Um, Spencer hit some shots, let me tell you. Um, he had a pretty good uh, first half and um, a, a pretty good game at that. All right, A.B. sticking with us uh, through the rest of the hour. We'll take a short break. Uh, we will also play a game to close out the show. We would do it with Avery, and now uh, it's Anna's turn Let's go. to play uh, a, a little game here. Um, okay, we'll come back with more Herd at Sports Radio after the break. <laughs> 